Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two, old school. It's going to be a long day. Uh, the Captain Show, Tony Villain. Tony Villain will join uh, Rashawn at 1 o'clock. Uh, tonight, teammates mentoring hour, Jake Sorensen will host. Goes from 6 to 7. Riffin with uh, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis from 7 to 9. Uh, from 9 to 11, postgame show for Huskers basketball and women's volleyball. Talking trash. Goes to eleven o'clock. Um, Rico, you might be on standby. You might not get to do your favorite show tomorrow. For why? So Coach Joseph has an event. Okay. So she wanted to pre-record, and the only time to pre-record would be tonight after volleyball. Okay. Unless you want to reach out and have her do Saturday morning because we can't do Friday because we have high mm-hmm. school basketball. Mm-hmm. Or she could do Friday at 6 o'clock from 6 to 7. That might work better. So will you reach out to her and figure that out? Yes. So there's that. So it's a full one. Wow. Uh, and then, uh, so of course, men have a, have a game tonight at PBA. Tomorrow, uh, the women go to Ohio State. Uh, they take off today. Uh, seventeen and four Ohio State team versus seventeen and five Nebraska. It's their first and only meeting of the season. Um, had a great talk with Ashley Scoggin last night. Man, I, kid. I, okay, I'll get in trouble for saying this, but that's okay. The women's approach to this thing sounds way more cerebral than the men's approach. Why do you say that? Because I can ask Ashley a question about their scheme, and her description of it is far more detailed and direct about what she knows where everybody on the floor is supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. Does that make sense? You're right. That... I can ask her what happened against Maryland, and Jay, she broke it down. She went through two sequences where she had to step back to create space during the off the press break, right? So she talked about it. She used your terminology, a negative pass, to get space, right. got it in transition, and then she said their ability to, to go from press break to being in an offensive flow was something that took them – a quarter to, to figure out. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of intellectual depth. Sure. With the ability to, to shoot at, at a high level, at a high frequency, she broke down what each player on the team does well, when they, where they like the ball, how they like to do it. And I just went, that's a different conversation. 
that's a different yeah, conversation. I mean, yeah, again, it's it's a little different because um, you know the, the the women's team is a, is is farther along in the process, and and it's just how one athlete can articulate it the way she can, which is very very detailed, almost like an offensive coordinator and quarterback can detail a play from three years ago. You know, I, th- I saw this thing where Sean McVay. They they come up with games and they ask him about you know who scored or or the play or what happened and he can recite it like it was yesterday, but then sometimes you know you got players that can talk about the same sequence and know the same details, but they just articulate it because they're you know maybe you know they don't go right into said details and in depth. So um, it's a good place to have. And what what I take from it is, you know Maryland, you know obviously was a loss. What it lets me know is that they're going back and watching the game and learning from it and evaluating it and then also getting back in the moment of when things happen and when, when it didn't happen or when it happened well for them or worked out well for them and it didn't work out well for them. So when the next time that they're in that situation, whether it's against Maryland down the road or another team, it, it, it'll they'll get into offense in this case. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, quicker than a quarter and a half. And that's what Maryland does, right? People – People think of a press sometimes as you have to – like you press and you're supposed to get a steal every time. Like that's fourth-grade basketball when a team is pressing against a team that's never worked against the press. Sometimes the press is put in place, one, it'd be great to get some steals. Two, to make a player take a shot that they – maybe they're not a really good shooter, but then they have to shoot shots that they normally wouldn't get. Or you know, or having to, a big handle of the ball in space, they're not used right, to handle that they're not usually doing. Or it's to get a team that had that has been for the most part all season been in good you know offensive rhythm and efficient, get them out of rhythm for sometimes it's two or three possessions, and in this case you know maybe it, you know got Nebraska out of their rhythm for a quarter, quarter and a half, and that's whether it's a player um, or is one player individually or the five that are out there collectively or takes a little bit of uh, time for say like the coaching staff and scouting staff to make adjustments and then once you see them make adjustments then you do something else but if it works out for you in your favor then that's how you can build a lead and kind of you know play steady from the you know the rest of the game and on top of Maryland having you know five of six really 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 good players that's uh, a hard task to, to to handle especially on the road and with a team that's um, very very seasoned as far as from when they uh, started the started the year uh, with their schedule, so um, it's a learning. Pr- look, I always say like this: if you approach every game with a championship mindset to win, show up ready to play, play with good effort, play with with the right intentions, you know, you never lose. You learn, and and I think they they take, and I'm sure they take that type of mindset, or I'm assume so, or something close to it, that they're they're learning when they actually come on come out of the. Uh, you know, the bad end of the scoreboard, because even back when they lost to Iowa, right, they learned a lot more about themselves as a team than if they would have played, you know, William and Joseph and won by 60, you know, and so you learn a lot from that. Now, granted, moral victories is something that we do not need around here anymore, because whether it's during the football season, uh, even sometimes during the men's basketball season this year, obviously, you know, when you're giving away games and we've given, you know, gave away a lot during football, um, but you have to learn something from when you, uh, you know, don't win on the scoreboard. And, and that's about that's how you get better. That's how you grow. Um, that's how you become a, um, 
a more consistent team and that's how you build someone of a culture because every day that you're going into the meeting rooms both individually if you're work you know say if you're working with the the coach that coaches the guards and and then you come together that everybody's in there with the same mindset and pushing the same way that they look basketball is something is they're here to do um you can say it's a job but it's something that it's not a job if you love it and i think everybody on that team loves it and they go to work every single day and, and then they have fun doing it but they also are learning uh, because every game's different because you're playing an opponent that's going to bite back. You're playing an opponent that has great coaches. You have a play, you're playing an opponent that has great athletic ability, can shoot, so forth and so on. So that's the great challenge about pay, playing basketball at Nebraska or at any Power Five uh, conference, or you know, to be honest with you, at, in, at any level of college basketball, and you know, let alone professionals, that you're always th- there's no game that you could play a team ten times and it's going to be ten different games. You get what I'm saying, especially you, when it's a, a good team. Especially when it's a good team, it right. could be ten different, ten ten different outcomes, ten different game games. They might win one way, you might win another. They might not, you know, say they have beat you five times and they've been shooting really, really well. Well, then they get the sixth game, they don't hit really well. Then you find some weaknesses. Well, then you ring off two or three in a row. I'm just saying, if you just played the same team ten times, so you know it's a great learning experience, and you know I'm sure that they're looking forward to getting to. Uh, Columbus and, uh, you know, playing a top 25 team, a team that's, you know, they know that they can beat and they just got to go out there and do it. To, to listen to them talk about, like, again, you know, traveling, a new first their first time seeing the, the Maryland facility. Sure. Uh, and then how quickly they noticed the difference in strength of a Maryland team. They said, look, this was a, this was a physical game. Right. And they like to think of themselves as physical. Fi- yeah, they definitely and then, Until physical. you find a physical team, yeah. right? Everybody – they're like, wait a minute! It took us a minute to to get our balance and to realize that no, they were going to bang us a little bit. Right. Um, to to hear that the resolve was, well, no, we just need to do what we're supposed to do, and it would have been all right. We weren't playing at our level because of the distractions. We just right. didn't handle it well. And again, it was just sort of cerebral and hearing them ta- hearing her talk they're about understanding it. it. They, right. They're they're welcoming. Uh the negative outcome or what they didn't do well, they're not running from it. It's yeah. not a yeah, but yeah, this, the, you know, it's not an excuse. It's a reality of, look, we didn't handle our business. And yeah. then they say, okay, well, why didn't we handle our business? Well, something that they actually couldn't control. Cause it, you know, you could control, you know, dealing with somebody that's, you know, bringing the punch to you. And maybe it's the first time that, you know, the Maryland, either they're, they're, they played against a team, even though they've had losses that a team came out and set the tempo from an energy execution and a physicality standpoint, right? Um, and it's something that they're going to be prepared for next time that they play Maryland or a team like Maryland, and they're going to learn from it. So, yeah, they're a big team. And I guarantee you when they're when they're in the weight room, they're understanding, okay, yeah, this is going to help us. And, and that's the way it goes. She broke it down because I, I kind of busted her chops about rebounding. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be that guy. I said, you played 31 minutes, didn't have a rebound. She says, well, offensively, I understand. He's because offensively, I'm the safety valve. So I always – I'm not there to clean up. Sure. We got four other rebounders. I'm like, okay, so there's understanding, right? Full understanding of it. She goes, now, if it bounces straight back to me, okay, get it. I, I'll get it. But otherwise, my job is to get out of there and make sure they don't get a run out. Right. And I'm like, okay. And she said, now, defensively – depending on where I am she goes yeah I should never have a game where I don't have where I don't have a rebound right she says but there was a war going on down there 
Like she was like, listen, you know. Yeah. We saw it to have again to have that sort of awareness that right. okay, I have to do better. But she said, yeah, that was that was a war zone down there. So she went to. Hey man, it's <laughs> part of the deal, man. It's uh, I mean, Big Ten sports, some male uh, men's basketball, women's basketball, obviously football. Um, it's it's a physical conference. You it, it's it's in everything you do and. You, you got to be physical in the sense of how you build your body up. And we'll get, I guess, get into this body type thing. Mm-hmm. But it's physical how you play. It's, and, it, and the physicality comes from a mindset, too. So that's what people don't understand. The, the, the ability to get to a mind frame to be physical and welcome physicality um, takes a lot out of you, too. So the, the, there's a difference between being physical and playing like your hair's on fire when you're up by 10 points versus bringing it whether you're down by 10 or you starting out 0-0, right? The first one I mentioned is easy. Everybody can do that. Everybody can execute when everything when the you know when the ball's going when through the hoop, going well, you know man. what I mean? That's the front runner mentality. But do you have the mentality to to get to, to bear down and, and and come together and grind out a physical football game where uh, what come one comes to mind where we played Colorado in '96 and it was crappy weather game, and for most of the game or first half or so, you know we're uh, we're down 10-3, 10-7. You know, luckily enough, Jeff Ogard, you know, put his hand up and 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 got it, and I, <clears throat> or tipped it, and I picked it, and then we kind of went rolling from there. But again, it's a physical game. When you stepped out there as a defense until our offense got rolling, we there was no space for mistakes. There was no playoff. There was no uh, well, you know, I didn't really fight to get off a block this time and, and you know, Jason Peter, get him or Grant again. Well, no, we got to go get him. And so um, that's a part that, that the average day fan doesn't understand. The, the, just because it's basketball and Steph Curry and LeBron and KD and, and Giannis and, are doing all these things that are, like, athletically next level, it's a physical game. It's a um, – and I always kind of differentiate from when people ask me, you know, what's, you know, football and basketball. Like football, you have to welcome um, collision, right? Um, crashing into somebody, you know, and it might, and, it, and, and if you play offensive line, it's all, you know, almost every play. Defensive back, not so much. No offense. Receiver, not so much. Um, basketball is a contact sport, you're constantly in contact with somebody. So you have to you, – your body has to be hardened and to the point that you like it so we're at second nature. You get what I mean? Um, and so that's just uh, part of the learning experience. And sometimes that's where you see a team maybe come out flat, right, where it's like, you know, the energy isn't there because it's hard to answer that bell every night. It was going back east, first road trip going back east, right. playing ahead of your schedule a whole lot. And then you're facing a Maryland team that really won – I was trying to establish their space in the Big Ten, and then who did simply did not want Nebraska to get their come up. Like no, I mean there's a mental aspect to keeping your foot on a team that's trying to be an upper echelon team. Well, they made the statement. It was we're not going to let this happen. Right. But I love the way. But the, but I, they responded. But to the it. next time it won't be like that. Right. Which yeah. was which was there. Which is great. Right. I mean, it was there. And then she also tipped. Like they go deep in the film study. She goes, look, we like their per- Ohio State's perimeter play, 
but they are in a mismatch down the paint. And I was like, girl, stop giving away the game plan. Right. Like she, but they already know and were already plotting how they're going to beat Ohio State tomorrow night. Right. So, and then the men tonight have Minnesota. A couple of things about it. Um, you know, Minnesota's 11-9. They're 2-9 and nine in conference. They're not having a great year. They've, they're on a four-game losing streak. Yeah. They're, three, they're, they're under 500 on the road. Hey, dude, I, I don't – it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't really matter who comes into PBA. It doesn't. Because the biggest challenge that they have is the, is the, is the, is facing the team that's running out of their locker room. Yep. Is themselves when they're looking in the mirror. So, yep. they go out and handle their business and play up to their capabilities and, and X, Y, and Z. And don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about what DP and J thinks. Um, even though we're you know we're all for the players, or but anybody else, or with people on Twitter, just go out there and play, man. Go out there and play basketball. Go out there and play. You know, I would tell them if I had a message for the team, go out there and have some fun, man. I mean, you guys have been playing basketball since you guys have probably been three or four years old. I'm assuming, right? You guys know how to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you you guys you, look. I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. You can't win a basketball game in the Big Ten by yourself. Now you can assist your team by yourself doing it but you can't go out there by yourself and beat the any team in the it's big just 10 not gonna happen. so it's only going to happen together it's got to be we it's got to be us it can't be i and and, and once you and if you go out there and do it then it's going to be like okay well then you look out there then you go like you know what you, you know if, i'm waiting for the game that where they have against say like a minnesota where they have five guys in double figures mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so then, and then, yeah, you know, obviously Bryce will probably be the leading scorer, say like with 17, 18. Then another guy has 14, 12, 12, 11, uh, and then Trey's you got, got 10. 11. And then you have yep. a couple guys off the bench with five and four. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, dang, you look up. Now, well, we got 79 points. team play. We, we got, got 79 points. Um, Kent just points out on the text line uh, that the two and nine Gophers are a one and a half point favorite tonight. That's all interesting. Rico, give them the particulars on the contest. So, uh, Attendance for tonight's game. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And points, win, loss, and points tonight. Right? So, for Mary Ellen's uh, Valentine's dinner and for – was that two of them? Both of them. They were both for Mary Ellen's. So okay. <clears throat> we have two contests going on right now, both for Mary Ellen's Valentine's dinner. Um, the first one is if you can – and both of them you have to get to my Twitter, at Radio Rico AC – um, and the first one is correctly guessing or at least getting closer than anybody else to the announced attendance at tonight's basketball game against Minnesota mm-hmm. and the amount of points that Nebraska basketball wins or loses by uh, to Minnesota today, and you must include whether you believe they will win or lose by that amount. Fair enough. So get to Rico's Twitter. Um Good stuff along the way. Jay, we'll get to those body types and those discussions because let me tell you, uh, it was interesting to have <laughs> have athletes talk about what athletes should look like, what they should be working for, and who gets to determine what that is. We'll have that discussion when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.